Open Nesters podcast is a weekly podcast that explores new ways of living as our kids leave the nest. Now in season three, the podcast topics go deeper and wider in interviews with individuals, couples, and experts in areas ranging from relationships and families to adventure, spirituality, and sexuality. Here's another episode in our series are you ready for Act 3? Are you ready? Are you ready? And we're never fully ready, but we're going to talk about how we move forward in any case in this particular episode, as we noted in the title, about our dreams, about, for me, our intentions, and how surprises come and how we deal with them in our as we get ready. Yeah, we should really discuss also, Tessa, why dream in the... Uh, I just want to put a little uh, remark here, a disclaimer, that we are not really expert in this, uh, how to prepare to be an actor. Every situation is different, but we can at least tell the open nesters out there what Tessa and Amir have done previously and now in order to be more ready and be present in Act 3. Don't you think? That's exactly it, is that we're not coming, we're coming from the place of where we set our intentions, continue to dream together, and are able to stay together in a way that is vital. So for us, that's how it works. And people have asked us, so we decided this is going to be our our discussion about our our own, if you want to talk, start with dreams. I mean, Yeah, I mean, can you define a dream? I think it's individual for each person. It's obviously not the dreams at night, but the dreams of our of our inner vision of our higher self of the things that we want to become. And sometimes they're little dreams and sometimes they're big dreams. So I don't think that they're tangibly can be defined as one thing. Well, in the broader scope of the word, dreamings is really more of uh, wide, broad goals. Don't you agree? I think goals are very tangible. I think I can dream of, um, of being happy, I can dream, which I am, but dream of being free. I don't know that that's a goal that you put a tag on, that you have a feeling about. I think that dreams are not easy to define, but I but, think that's but, what we're going to talk about. But when when you say I'm dreaming about being free, I mean, does that mean you have, there's some kind of a deficiency somewhere that you need to fill and dream about it? Something that is missing in your life that you really want to bring in and be more fulfilled? Is that how you see it? I do not, actually. I think that it's progressive. And we've talked about this in the past. You always love that definition of, of, of success as a progressive realization of a worthwhile dream. So the dreams are also progressive. And, and we don't know what we don't know. We just have to trust that. We, that for me, the dreaming is... Being open to the, the little things, so I can let's go through those if you want first, because they're more tangible. Yeah, but, but are we talking about a strong desire towards something, yes. or or having uh, dreaming about something that you don't have? That it's is the both. question. For it's, me, it's, it's both. For you, it's both. Okay, so yeah. for many, it's both. Maybe I don't know. I can define how I feel about it. So, what about you? <laughs> for me, a dream is is a more of a. Tangible broad, goal. Tangible yeah. goal. Uh, something I'd like, I would like to have and I do not have. And I can close my eyes and dream about it and fantasize about having it and how it's going to feel. I remember when we were uh, involved in a very famous uh, multi-level marketing many years ago. They told us to go dream building and I quote, unquote, 
dream building. And basically what they wanted us to do is to go and get in touch with something that we really want that we cannot afford. It was really a monetary um, vision that we had to go on. So we had to go and look at uh, a 42-foot RV, the Prevost, the one that cost a million dollars. We went there to go look at some slick cars or some uh, homes that we can't afford or look at travel brochures. And that's how we they kind of made us dream build. That was very much uh, monetary. Uh, I never related to that. That's why I'm listening to you because we do have very different views no, of, I'm not, measured, I'm, of the measured money values I'm, as a dream. No, I'm not saying that it is what it is. I'm saying that that's what, one definition have become, you know, many years ago in the multi-level marketing. And again, I see it more of a goal rather than a tangible item that you need to uh, ultimately earn enough to to receive. That's what I'm trying to say I in see. this particular okay. case. I mean, here I spoke to a friend of mine, Tommy Norris, who's been on our interviews today, and she was talking about this idea of a dream as she creates new things in her life. And, and we were talking about this. I, I was I was relating to my trust in myself that's expanding as I get older. And when I trust in something new that I want to dream, how do I create that? So she was saying there's an inner vision. You know, we can't do anything until we, we can't dream anything until we think of it. So there, it does relate to this intention for me. Like I started thinking now and calling this, this intention of what I'm inner vision is. And that inner vision, my my higher self kind of knows how it might feel. So it's hard to measure that inner vision part. And the outer vision part is about, you know, somewhat level of, of our, she actually, Tommy used these two words, passion and courage. And the fact that if we stay consistent, we can have those go through the dreams. And so dreaming can be so many things. Okay, let's let's assume that it's many things. Why are we talking about it? Are you ready uh, in Acts 3 for the op- in the Open Nesters podcast. Why are we talking about it? Because I would say we have to start with the smallest of dreams to know how to go for what we want and need at this stage of life. But the, right? the, the real thing is that the dreams and the common goals that the couple have is really the glue they're going to put them together. This is why we're talking about it. Because well, What if someone's on their own? Uh, the same thing. It's, it's, it, it is what keeps one in track to achieve whatever they want to achieve. They have to see it before they can conceive it and have it. Don't you think? I don't see it. I, again, we have always a difference in this. Achieving about a dream, a dream could feel something, and then you don't know how it really actually looks in that measured achievement for me. That's why it's not a goal. Okay, I'll, I'll go with that. I'll go with a feeling. The dream is a feeling for individual or a couple for a moment. Take me through that process. What is a single person about to enter the open nesting stage, go through in order to... Any person. Any For, person. First, it's by myself. How are my dreams going to be actualized? What is my vision for my life? Because as somebody recently was talking about, in actually last week's interview, if you remember about partnership, if you're not becoming in the process of your own best higher self and your own dreams, you're not going to be showing up fully for your partnership. So no matter who is listening to this, it's most important to me to say the steps in taking a dream and in looking at our dreams as a person are the first steps first. So they can be the smallest steps. I wanted this. I, I didn't even know that I wanted a convertible till I got in my friend's convertible years ago. And then I was dreaming of like, wow, I love that freedom feeling. And I would love a convertible. At one point, I thought maybe a Vespa. 
but I put out this manifesting that this old, beautiful convertible came into my hands, literally, because somebody who I told I want one let me know that he has one available. So the universe converged to uh, that little, give it to Yeah, you. but I had to kind of start feeling into what is the f- thing that I want to fix. I love my, a little silly dream was my outdoor shower. And I wouldn't know necessarily that I had that dream unless I was in the shower of my friend because I'm open to exploring things. So sometimes when I'm the first nugget, of of the smaller dreams of the little things and sensations we want to feel in our lives come from exploring them come from curiosity so the not knowing your dream is, a, is a first step and is being a first exposed step to them. you yes. have to expose to it first yes. and then you can say oh i'm curious about this i like to have that i get that i get that but why we're talking here in the openness podcast about are you ready dreams big or small and surprises. So why dreams are so essential to the readiness? Being ready is an interesting phrase that we came that That's we decided. Right. Also comes from first being present. So the idea of me being present knows what in my body, what in my life, what in my world is in convergence that I can make a decision right now from. So that's that's about the readiness of about what you how you look at dreams. So that we can step into them and toward them, right? Yes, you can step into them. But, okay, so let's just divide it for a second. I'm sorry to be so rational about it. There are dreams. What? Go ahead. There there are dreams that require time, and there are dreams that require money. And then there is what wraps up around all of that time is the timing of it. When do you do all that? Beautiful. Okay, so now I'm dreaming about having a convertible. Let's look. It's your situation, whatever it costs, $1,000, $10,000, $50,000, whatever it is. You say to yourself, okay, I can buy this right now, but you know what? I'm not going to be able to save for my kid college education, so that's going to come at that expense. So maybe I should just hold off for three, four more years till I got that established, and then I can actualize and make my dream come true of buying a convertible. I'm just trying to see it in that fashion. Then there is the time element of that. Well, I'm dreaming of having six months or four months or whatever it is to travel the world. Okay. Can you do it right now? No. You're still working. You still have to earn for whatever reason to support your spouse, to support your family, college, whatever it is that you need to do. You now have to dream about it. What am I going to do after my obligations have expired, has been fulfilled. Once you know that, then you can say, you know, now I have the time to do it. Now I can take four months out of my life, stop working, and travel the world. Now you have the time to do it. Money is the same thing afterwards. So this is how I see it as far as why you need to be prepared. And then secondly is, again, as I said before, for a couple dreaming together, absolutely, it is the glue that holds them together before the open nesting stage and after when they enter Act 3. That definitely, the readiness of that. First, but I still am going to come back to that each person looking again at the things they may not have listed because they've been so busy raising kids and making money to start making those lists. They don't have to be a go to see a car for a certain amount of money. For me, the dream is how do I want to feel about 
like enjoying my summertime. And even if it doesn't cost that much, having freer days to go to the beach, like things that we can do that don't cost that much that sometimes people are don't notice they don't they love or they miss or they're not doing for themselves. How how about a dream about being closer to my, my kids? My kids are really distant. Some of them are even estranged. How am I going to bridge that gap? That would be a dream. Right? That would be a dream. But that's really not totally up to you or to the point where you can say, I'm going to get, uh, once they go and leave for college, then I'll be able to try to bridge the grip. What do you do then? See, that's another thing that, you know, you can dream. You, know, you, can, uh, you can say, my dream is that my kids will go to Harvard. It's not up to you if he does or not. No. It's really up to him, but you can dream it. No, but I don't it, think you're going to ever dream that because we dream what we can envision for ourselves. And, and we have control we, over and it. And we have control. And we have control over, you know, maybe not the means, time, money, uh, uh, health, but, you know, it doesn't really matter. We're talking about uh, at least dreaming about it and putting the seeds out there because... We're learning know, along the way... about this about the things in the world that that we can dream about by listening to this podcast by listening to people who travel by listening to people who try different right. lifestyles right. what else are you dreaming about and that's the idea that we don't know anyone else's dreams because they they're sometimes buried most of our buried dreams are buried in our in our bodies and people that are that 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 don't live a full vital lives are that that their dreams are buried with them when they die I think in many cases people are too busy to allow themselves the luxury of dreaming they feel that dreaming is some kind of a, a you know a luxury as I said they feel that if I dream it you know that's not going to happen so I cannot even think about it right now so maybe later on I can think about it and they postpone postpone the feeling of being a dream and again dreaming is what you said it's a feeling how am I going to feel? having it how far am I going to feel uh, uh, driving a convertible what is that going to mean to me at that particular moment it's not really the material thing to owning it it is actually the feeling that exactly. is going to give you exactly yeah I get that exactly so, so actually we did remember when I was doing the flourish group and we were doing this reverse engineering about yes. manifesting our dreams it was exactly that and and writing it and then recording yourself in Is already getting into your subconscious about how you want to feel about for example you didn't know exact, exactly what kind of building you wanted to have built for your, your office that was growing right. but you had a vision of you wanted to find something that would fit that would feel better that would grow right. that hold everything and you and and just by putting it out there like opening the door to your dreams so we can say that dream is somewhat of a vision right Absolutely. you have to be somewhat of a visionary and again if the couple is can start thinking about dreaming together honey what is it that we're going to do the kids are three months three years away from what are we going to do with our time you're going to retire at blah 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 and I'm going to work another year what are we going to do after that that is the question that one have to ask the other in a couple yes as preparing for that what do we want to do together and maybe we don't want to do it together you know what honey I want to be traveling by myself for a year And if that would happen to us in our relationship, I would probably uh, try to facilitate that freedom for you. Exactly. In some fashion. Because we've expanded our, um, it's something I've been y- y- talking about this lately, our capacity lately. I-, I mean, certainly as we grow and as you can love more, and that's why it's interesting and tied into dreams, 
you realize your capacity grows for all the things that you can give each other and give your give yourself and give each other. Correct. So the the growth promotes the growth and the beauty, and that's how it expands. Yeah, but but going back to 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 the dreaming together, whether it's something that you're going to do together or you're going to give the freedom yeah, to each other to absolutely. do on their own, it's that's still that part of that, that part, yeah. part of that dreaming that will keep the couple together in Act Three once the kids have left the house. Being an open nester, having the house open for the kids to come back, whatever that is. There are certain things that are in your control. And my recommendation to a couple to continue to talk about what if, what can we do if we have all the time? What if we do if we can have an extra money? What can we do if we already pay for the, co- the kids' college tuition? What can we do once we have the house to ourselves? Are we going to remodel it? Are we going to take one of the kids' rooms and turn it into an office, a work-up space? All kind of little things. A playground for, a your, playground. for, your, for your art or for your, yes. or for make, your make movement. Make it a studio. Make it a studio for, for painting. Music. Whatever it is that you're passionate about. Are you going to... You have to dream it and then not all of a sudden find yourself in, in a wilderness of unknown when the kids are leaving the house or about to... And, you're going to look at yourself and say, well, you know, I'm going to continue to work and, you know, we're going to try to travel a little bit. But what else do you want to do with your life? What, what is, is in it? your, what is that, what is it, if you unlayer that childlike desire, the dreams, the things you love doing, those are the dreams we want to get under to do. Right. And so those are the things we've been lucky to do and give each other this space, a but, but lot again, of blessings. It, it is, although it is not a turn on, turn off switch, okay, let's dream together right now. It is an exercise. It's something that you need to get practiced in. You need to learn how to do it. You need to learn how to be consistently dreaming and thinking and in developing your dream, developing your vision, how it's going to look, whatever it is that you want to do. Maybe you're into kink and you want to build a dungeon in your basement. How is that going to look? What are you going to do with it? Where, who is going to be there? How is it going to feel when you're actually using it? That is the things that I'm recommending for a couple to do and even people on their own if they are about to enter this open nesting stage what is it that you want how it's going to feel a meditation room a meditation room yes <laughs> a, a reading room um a, a new a sun it's, it's room endless. where you're going to sit it's and you know what i do want to say that i've learned as i've gotten older we were out just again you know we asked for a drink and recently and i you, you notice sometimes couples, years ago, I used to look at couples that were very quiet together. They, I, I would feel like, oh, they don't have anything to talk about. They don't have any dreams. And then I, I want to note that this is really important. I think it's part of growth of any kind, is that sitting side by side in silence and feeling content in your life is also a dream come true. Absolutely. I agree with that. If, if there's animosity and hatred between them, it's a different thing. Well, well they, they wouldn't be out for a drink. Uh, that's not, well, maybe not a drink, but there, I, you see plenty of people eating dinners together that are just don't look happy. And I'm not saying everyone has to be happy all the time. Being contemplative is a, is a beautiful thing. But there's an energy around contentment that we've, that I would say I didn't even know I could dream of. And so that's what I talk about as a surprise. So I want to go make a little bit of the transition. It goes with dreaming, yeah. but hold on one sec. But this idea that I would have never dreamed, I've actually said this to you before, how our lives would have worked out and how our relationship would evolve. No. So we could never have seen that. No. So how do we, would we, what would we call that as far as 
Was that part of our dream to be in a happy? We we were lucky to have come from happy marriages. We dreamt of having a happy marriage. That was all. That was the extent of it. Healthy, happy kids, whatever. <laughs> the regular no, stuff. No, we always had something that we wanted to do together. Uh, it, travel is big, big thing. We always wanted to, to travel together. We talked about having an RV for, for many, many years that we wanted just for the sense of freedom of it. You talked about uh, having your own uh, uh, ability to your passion for mindfulness, for movement, for dance. You know, I supported all that, even though it was your, uh, your particular dream or vision, whatever that is. So now tell me about the surprises. Well, I'm going to come back to the dream because I still think I would have never dreamed that giving each other the space apart to pursue and support one another's beautiful dreams would bring us back to this, what, I, what we like to call in our logo, our infinity sign that we go out, we find, we fill our dream, we fill more of ourselves in our dreams, and we bring it back to each other. And so I always love to come back to that because it is, the, it is in the essence of what we dream of when we give each other space and we give one another intention to love, to, that love is growing for us together too. But you raised a question that we both neglected to answer as we got excited to, to talk about something else. You ask, what is it we have done to really get to where we are? We didn't dream about having a healthy marriage. We didn't have... Yes, we did. Well, healthy marriage, we did. Healthy, happy kids. We had so we okay. had those basic dreams. Well, we never, we never argue about our core values, as we talked about in our previous episode. But... You know, how uh, you don't dream about You desire to have a healthy marriage. You don't try to dream. Again, it's, I'm, I'm going back to, do you dream because it's a deficiency? Do you dream because you just desire it? Or it's going to be an added value to your life? Again, All of the above again. All of, all of the above again. Okay, so we're reiterating that. But bottom line is that we're dreaming and giving each other the freedom to, to, to dream and develop each other's uh, passions is really what what the couples really should really be talking about early 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 on i have no idea what age that should come but those conversations should always take place at the household between right. the couple and then and then the idea of surprises because we can't expect good surprises all the time but we can wake up with the intention of what is it i can do today that can surprise myself we can always surprise ourselves. And so as we have more time and our kids are demanding less, how do we open that that practice and that muscle of curiosity? And, so, and I can't give you an exact answer. I was saying like even don't go to work the same way sometimes. Don't, don't do, put, your, put clothing on that you may surprise yourself so that you see yourself a little differently. Look in the mirror or try a different kind of podcast or a different kind of thinking or a different kind of magazine or a different kind of book or a different kind of music so that there are opportunities to surprise yourself with what else can be created at this stage of life for you to be ready for. Yes, I agree with that. Uh, you do need to be flexible. You, need to, you can't be so rigid because then surprise will be an intrusion. Uh, it wouldn't be a welcoming uh, an occurrence that happened to you that you really can add value to your life with. You need to be somewhat fluid, uh, you know, roll with the things. Oh, okay, I'm stuck in traffic right now. Uh, what surprise can happen? You know, 
uh, maybe let me look uh, left and right, see if I can make an eye contact with the driver next to me. I mean, something like that. Or, or maybe I'll find a station that I've never considered listening to before, a podcast I've never considered because I right. have, I'm stuck in this traffic. Exactly. But, but, but it's the fluidity and the flexibility yes. and the lack of being rigid, rigid yes. uh, to, to accept really things that can happen. Uh, how do you develop a being flexible and being fluid? You know, it, it is very difficult to, to say how one should do that. It is a practice, again. It is a state of mind. And sometimes, I, God knows that I am sometimes very rigid, very inflexible, and sometimes I'm very. So we all go through those trends. And I can tell you that surprises will happen when you're flexible and fluid, not when you're rigid. So with that, it's kind of like rigidity is the opposite of openness. And the fact that you're listening to us on The Open Nesters is something we honor and value and and really wanted to thank you again for because sharing this and and sharing our, our vision and love and light for this stage of life is something that we always want to hear more of from you and your right. and any guests and, or people that you think would be interesting and, for our and podcast. We're not, we're not trying to create a movement here. We're trying to influence the life of one person, a couple, somebody out there that listen. It makes the whole thing worthwhile. For us, at least, uh, if we give somebody an advice that, well, you know what? This has really made a difference to me. And we affected one person. How great of a feeling that is for us. So, we are suggesting how to dream. We're suggesting how to be ready for Act 3. We are just hoping that we are touching somebody's soul somewhere in this universe. That is so true. Yeah. So get our, our, our close Facebook group. We can talk about it there. We'd love your feedback and love your messages. Yeah, email My email, you can reach me, Tessa at theopennesters.com. And visit. Visit our Instagram, website. Yeah, website. And and subscribe. Subscribe on your favorite plat- platform, podcast platform, because we're on most of them, and it would be great for you to be following us, because we'd love to hear your feedback. And again, thank you for sharing. And thank you for listening and making us one of the best relationship podcasts out there. Till next time, this is Amir. And this is Tessa. And we will see you on the next episode. Ciao. You have been listening to the Open Nesters podcast, a production of Kiwi Publishing and Media. Executive producer, Tessa Crone. Music by Yoni Avi Patat. Audio engineering by Lucid Sound. Web design and blogs, PJ Ewing. This podcast is available on all podcast platforms. To learn more about each episode and guest, please visit us at theopennesters.com. For questions or to be a guest on our podcast, email tessa at theopennesters.com.